this live? Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Yeah, okay. You got fine. What are you doing? Thank you, dummies. Amp Radio. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio. Brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. Tonight we are here to do, once again, hashtag smack my picks up. This time for... UFC Fight Night 151, also known as Ayakinta versus Cowboy, which will be held, ladies and gentlemen, on May the 4th, be with you at the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. That's right. True, North Strong and Free, ladies and gentlemen, having another show this year. I thought about going to this one, but I'll get into that a little bit later. Um... Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and bring in the usual cast of characters because I am lucky enough to be joined by everyone again this evening uh, as we roll into another um, heavy load of the UFC and probably also Bellator. So, yay, MMA fan. Let's go ahead and get into it right now, DJ Tony. Let's bring in the life of the party herself, the first lady of AMP Radio. It's Pam from North Carolina. Snap out of it! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Tammy, what is up? I hear you've got uh, a new toy in your life. Oh, I did. I'm loving it. I'm like bougie now. I've got an Audi. Bougie, bougie. I know. I heard. I saw. Bougie. And I'm loving it. Oh my gosh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Loving the bougie. Love it. Well, it's good. Good for you. I'm. I'm happy. Thank you. Not, not, not to get like French tips or something, you know, something like soccer mommies or something. <laughs> well, you know what you got to do. The next thing is to get an amp radio vanity plate put right on that sucker, and then you'd be all set. Oh, that would be fun. You ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> I'm down. What's all up, right. guys? What is happening, Pam? That's right. Gentlemen, as I once said, and women, when I think of May, everyone looks at that Justin Timberlake meme, not me, Proteus and Pam and Marco, like I've said on Junkie Radio previously in various iterations, it's going to be May Tate <laughs> on the radio. We apologize to Misha Tate. We oh, ran out of my time. God. I just got that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's Y'all move on, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to point out, uh, congratulations on the new logo. Uh, it looks fantastic. If Everybody's probably noticed by now that uh, the logo is a little bit different when you download the podcast. So thank you, DJ Tony, for that because it looks excellent. Fantabulous. Let's move right along <laughs> to the star of the show himself. From the against Donald Cerrone in the number eight 
position. Let me give the odds real quickly because I assume they're very, very close. Ayakinta coming at us at a minus 125. Marco Donald Cerrone coming back at us at a plus 105. What do you got going on in the main event of a UFC Fight Night 151, Marco? So, the, the odds are what I'm should be right now. Uh, look, Donald Cerrone has been fantastic lately. Everybody is rooting for him. He, he had, like, found new life after his son was born. Uh, his name, the kid Danger for Clan Aloud. Danger Cerrone. <laughs> yeah, if that kid doesn't learn martial arts from his daddy, he's going to get his ass kicked in a school. But, Regardless, uh, thinking this is the kind of fight that he was supposed to fight Conor McGregor. If we have going to believe that, but you know, this is gonna happen. If he wins, he's supposed to probably get a title shot, or you know, that there is the rumor out there that Cerrone, he's a cuenta, he'll be next after the Khabib versus uh, Poirier fight for the title. But this is exactly when Donald Cerrone checks the bet. Uh, he is good enough to beat Alayacuenta, but Alayacuenta has demonstrated that he's at, at an elite level. And every single freaking time, because Donald Cerrone fights so freaking often, he gets a fight like this, that he's going to get a guaranteed title shot, or he's going to, you know, take the next steps to get the, the, the best, next super fight, superstar, or whatever, he shuts the bed. And just because of the history, because Alayacuenta is tough as nails, and, uh, you know, he gave a very close fight to freaking Khabib in eight hours' notice. I'm taking Ayacuenta, and I'm picking him by a decision. You know, and I'm not going to say that Cerrone is going to tie it out, but he won't be able to finish Ayacuenta, and Ayacuenta is just going to outwork Cerrone, making it a classic, blood everywhere, everybody's going to love the fight, and Ayacuenta's going to win a close 48-47 decision. All right. Uh, and Pam, I think Marco brings mm-hmm. up some good points there, but I mean, I've I've seen seen a little bit of news in in the lead up to this fight that this Ally Quinta Donald Cerrone fight doesn't really mean much. But I think that with what Donald Cerrone said, you know, coming into this run in 155, that he wants to to make a run at the title. I think Ally Quinta is that kind of guy. What do you think going on here in the main event, Pam? 151. Hang on, I, I was playing Candy Crush. <laughs> um, you know, this is, I think this is going to be a, a good fight. And in truth, I think we need to take Connor out of the equation because I'm getting really tired of, oh, so-and-so needs to fight Connor. so-and-so needs to fight Connor. No, we don't. Let, let's move on and let, let's just have some fights. Um, El Aya Quinta. Uh, what, what do you go, a two-minute notice with uh, um, Khabib? When all yeah. five rounds, you know, when all five rounds, uh, did sustained hardly any kind of uh, damage to him. Kickboxer, wrestling, he's a jiu-jitsu purple belt, has won eight of his last ten. Uh, you have Donald Cerrone, um, 35 and 11. Um, he has won six of his last ten, but for a while there, he was on a streak. He was on that three-win streak. His last two wins over, gosh, I had a cat here, I'm sorry, over um, Hernandez and Perry. I mean, good fights, great fights. But you know what? I think um, Al Al is. I, I don't know what he drinks. I don't know what he eats. But he he's like a little tank. You're, you're not taking him down. You're not knocking him out. You're not outboxing him. You're not out cardioing him, if that's a word. I, I think Al gets it done. I, I'm taking a, a third round TKO. The toughest real estate agent in the planet. Hmm? Ayacuinta, the toughest real estate agent in the planet. That's right. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. I agree. I, I, he's, I, you know, I, I think he's amazing. I, I totally dig him. But, uh, yeah, I'm digging him. Totally dig him. All right, Marco, he should put that in on his signs, the toughest real estate agent on the block or, you know, whatever. On the Eston planet. Uh, I think that would sell more more houses, to be honest with you. All right, DJ Tony, let's throw to you. <laughs> I got it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got it. Always good. people. It's always good when you have to explain jokes, right? Those are the best ones. I I, I enjoy those ones. 
No, it's all good. I'm just joking. Um, DJ Tony, let's throw to you. We've got two picks for Big Raging Ally Aquinta. Big Raging Ally Aquinta? That's not his name. That sounds terrible. Um, but what do you think, DJ Tony? Do you think this is kind of a, 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 a division-defining fight, or do you think like it's uh, both Marco and Pam had alluded to, well, m- mainly Marco, that it's not Red Penny Night, so Cerrone should be a little uh, disappointed? What you got here? Main event, what you see, Fight here's Night a, 151, brother. Here's the thing. Not only, you know, let's just say that Ally Quinta happens to be the toughest real estate agent. Brian Stan, of course, runs a real estate firm, so he's the toughest CEO. And let's not forget, Alexander the Great Hernandez does mortgages. So all we need is a financial planner, and we, we've got it all covered, you guys. <laughs> but... Uh, Here's the thing. Ally Quinta is great as long as hey, you're on his wait, wait. side. What's the if you're not on his account? side. What's the Chukli Zen on a county mayor? I don't know. Who I don't really think he can count right now. Chuck Liddell. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Chuck Liddell. Liddell. I mean, that, that, yeah, he was. Yeah, well, Anyways, so am I. You. And I, you know. Yeah, what, how, you know, and here I am doing a podcast for free. So a lot of good that does. But here's, here's the thing, guys. I think, I think Cowboy Cerrone, like Pam said, you know how I call the MMA two faces? And you know I have a long list of that. We got to put Donald Cerrone in the MMA two face because I don't know yep. what Cerrone I'm going to get. The problem is that Ally Quinta does not lose via TKOs or KOs. You either put him to sleep, break his arm, or do something, but he just doesn't get knocked out. And he has CTE, unfortunately. You know, he's been tested for it. I think yeah. any fighter has some dramatic brain injury. I just don't know. I mean, you know, maybe Donald uh, Cowboy Cerrone's middle name is Danger, like Austin Powers, and maybe that's why he named his son Danger. But I think he's... As you know, nice as the great, uh, taking a line from from uh, Whoopi Goldberg, as the great Whoopi, Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg once said, "Pam, Cowboy, you're in danger, girl." I don't think that uh, Cowboy's gonna do well in this fight, guys. I'm choosing Ally Quinta, I, though I don't think Al can finish him. So I'm gonna go with Ally Quinta via decision. Probably Hanley winning, you know, three to four rounds. Don Cerrone, I don't think he gasses out. I just don't think he uses his ground game enough. So I'm picking Ally Quinta, guys, via decision. Okay. Uh, you and Marco both going with decision. So that should make that interesting. Uh, also, Pam going with Al. I'm, I'm going to go against grain here, guys. I'm going to go with Cerrone. I think Cerrone, if you put him in these kind of fights and if you, you know, take – into consideration where his headspace is in right now. And Ally Akinta is, you know, one of the toughest uh, SOBs in the business. Um, but, I mean, I think Cowboy is going to be ready for the wrestling game, and I do believe that Cowboy is the better striker. Um, I do believe that Ally Akinta can be dragged into the kind of a fight that Cowboy would like to fight. Um, look at uh, Al um got Nurmi into a scrap, you know, uh, when Nurmi probably wanted to wrestle more, but he knew that Al was wrestling was so much better. So that, again, is a concern for Cerrone, but I think he's been dealing with wrestling for such a long period of time, and we know that he's good on the ground off his back, guys. I'm going to take Donald Cerrone. Um, I do think that this gets done in uh, in the championship rounds. I think he's going to take him down in the fourth by TKO, Donald Cerrone. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, uh, so I I think that you know Cowboys been focused. I, I I we'll see what happens. It's it's always always a crapshoot. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and throw to everyone's favorite segment of the show. I think we know where Pammy's going to go with this one, but let's go into spotlight fight of the night, Pam. What's um, your spotlight fight of the night, Pammy? What you got going on here? Well, Okay, well, before we had changed it, I had, sure, I had picked another um, spotlight fight, but since uh, we're doing, I'm, I'm, you know who I'm picking, I'm picking Elias, Elias is how you say it, and Derek Brunson, hometown boy, shout out to your boy, Derek, hey, what's up, anyway, <laughs> you know what, I, you guys, you guys, you guys, 
This is going to be an interesting fight, I think. Don't I say that about everything? And then they suck. Um, I'm interested in this fight only because we have Elias, who's one of my favorites, super cool. You know, the main event uh, does it all. Ring Boy for Invicta, um, shampoo ads, romance novel ads. Um, now he's uh, um, pushing for uh, the legal devil's lettuce up there in Canada. Versus Eric Brunson, the home, yeah, the hometown boy. His gym is not even a mile down the street from my house. Um, I think he's been in a slump, my poor Derek. But keep in mind who he's fought versus. Hang on, let me get out of here. Let me get out of my Candy Crush. <laughs> uh, Derek Brunson has um, his last six wins have been by first round TKO. Now, keep in mind, he is coming off a couple of losses, but losses to Israel Adesanya, uh, Jacare, Anderson Silva, and Robert Whitaker. I mean, you know, that's nothing. Those aren't bad people to get your ass beat by. And uh, you look at the fight resume of Elias, uh, losses to Tavares and uh, Santos. You guys, I'm going with Derek Brunson on this. Don't hate me. I hope Elias isn't listening. But I, I'm going with Derek Brunson on this. And wow. I am going by I know, right? his. Uh, I know. Don't hate me. And shh, I'm going to be wearing like one of those glasses with the fake noses right now. Um, <laughs> you guys, first round TKO. Wow. Oh, wow. man. Shut up. Wow. I know, right? Should I hang up now? I don't, yeah, I don't even think one, we can one, play one the music thing, for one, you next time. One more thing. Because Elias Theodore is fighting Saturday, he won't be able to be a ring car boy in Invicta on Friday. What a chance. What a chance. Well, only, you know, you, got, you have pancake makeup, you know, this, you know, you, you can disguise or you can wear it as a badge of honor, you know? <laughs> okay. All right, DJ. <laughs> Let's throw to your spotlight fight of the night, please. Well, listen, I think there will be no surprise that there will not be careless whisper tonight, at least not for me. That's for darn sure. But I'll tell you where I am going because I'm a huge Faraz uh, Sahabi fan. To the prelims card I go, Proteus, on ESPN+. Yeah. Plus. Shout out to TSN, um, who does it for free. To the Bantamweight division we go, Ayman Zabahi, Sahabi, sorry, <laughs> I just did. I just did the job yeah, from Ulta. Uh, Ivan Sahabi will fight Vince Morales. Listen, I was surprised that Ivan uh, Sahabi lost and got TKO'd his last time out in in uh, Canada. He does seem to fight once a year, so this is his chance to redeem himself. Actually, maybe once every year and a half. So uh, we're gonna go with Ivan Sahabi. The uh, you know what? Submission. How about that? So shout out to okay. uh, TriStar, Ayman Sahabi, the uh, submission in the second round. All right. All right. So uh, Pam taking Brunson, the hometown favorite, first round TKO against the best hair in the business. I can't believe it. DJ going, DJ Tony going with Sahabi. Uh, uh, what are the odds? In the second round. Uh, on the Brunson fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bronson, it is is at a minus. Uh, it's push one ten and then one minus one ten. So it's a push at right now. Pammy on five dimes. Mm, okay, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I, I hadn't looked that up beforehand. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and throw to my spotlight fight of the night, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's no uh, secret on this show uh, that I'm a big Cubby Sampson fan. Uh, I'm going to take him against uh, Shane Burgos. I'm going to take him, uh, Cubby, that is, Cubby Sampson. I'm going to take him by second round TKO. I hope I didn't steal yours, brother Marco. Uh, let's throw to you right now for your spotlight fight of the night, brother. Uh, you both muffles took mine. <laughs> back to back. For us to have a little broga, he said all broken on the last five. That's why he was away from yeah. a year and a half. Yeah. But, uh, and you get to in a, well, I'm gonna pick up the the Wall Harris fight, and I, okay. I'm picking I'm picking Wall Harris to to win by unanimous decision. I'm just throwing out there that because you, Tony and you, Muffle took my two picks <laughs> back to back, so let's go with Wall Harris and 
I'm going to leave it at that. Well, I do apologize, guys. I do apologize for changing uh, the setup of the show a little bit. I thought that it would, the Spotlight Fight of the Night segment would go a little bit better, but apparently everybody's stealing everybody's fight, so I do apologize. Um, okay, guys, so let's move on from here into what's going on with the world of MMA. Marco, you want to cue a little uh, MMA Rewind here? Rewind. All right. Thank you very much, Marco. And, of course, before we get to the MMA Rewind, as I mentioned, we do have some breaking news. As of, uh, I believe, yesterday afternoon, of course, that would be uh, Tuesday, uh, April 30th. Uh, we are recording on um, May the 1st, so just so everybody knows. Um, we get news breaking out of, I believe it was Ariel Hawani that mentioned that uh, we we were having a Brock Lesnar retirement and that finally, um, Marco, yeah, finally, Marco, we are actually going to get the fight that actually matters uh, we're going to get uh, DC Daniel Cormier against, uh, you know, one of the best of all time, uh, Stipe Miocic. So what were your thoughts, brother, when you heard this this news? Because we have discussed this on the show before, but go ahead, Marco. Let's throw to you. So Stone Cold Steve is going to get his rematch with uh, <laughs> freaking DC. Well, look, I mean, a lot of people criticized Steve for sitting out until he got the fight he wanted, including us, because, you know, we – we saw he shoot a four cane. We saw he shoot a took a five. Uh, you know, in between, he waited a full year. You know, uh, the DC did fought in between. You know, the Derek Lewis uh, defense, but it paid off for him. You know, maybe it was his stubbornness, but he got what he wanted. And now in August we're gonna see the rematch. I'm, I'm, I can. I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna watch the fight because you know I'm a super hardcore fan, and it's gonna be an awesome fight. But let's not play coy here. I say, oh, thank God, because if the Brock Lesnar DC fight would have happened, we all, we all would have watched, we all would have been rooting for DC, and we all would have wanted DC to freaking take brick loads of freaking money into his bank account. Now, he's not going to get brick loads of money anymore. He's still going to get a good payday, but let's not like fool ourselves that we were not going to watch the Brock Lesnar DC fight if that ever would have happened. It, it's not going to happen, and it's a shame because what was the point of Brock Lesnar getting into the ring, and still in the spotlight from DC after he became the champ champ, insulting everybody, making us all believe that this fight was going to happen, and now at the, at the last second, saying, I'm taking my ball and going home. You know, whatever. The guy has made millions of dollars. Good for him. Uh, I don't ever want to hear again that this guy is coming back to MMA because he has retired, quote-unquote, from MMA so many freaking times for the last nine years. That, you know, it's tough. It's almost like a running joke now. This is going to fight Stipe. It's a rightful fight. Stipe is a rightful number one contender, former champion, the one guy that defended the championship more than anybody else of the heavyweight division ever. DC is grabbing for the claim of being the best heavyweight ever, you know. So let's make the fight happen. I'm going to be freaking super entertained with it. I cannot wait to see it. And uh, let's all forget about the block talk. Hello? Hello? Is everyone that in? That is code. Yeah, we're here. I oh, yeah, everybody's drunk for a second. Like, I know. We, we, Marco and I were in the twilight zone for a second. Um, you know what? To me, that is code for uh, Brock Lesnar can't pass a drug test, in my opinion. Keep going, Pammy. Keep going. In any other time? I would say you, maybe not, but I would have put it be, be, be behind that point. You know, you, you're probably right. And uh, if that is the case, so be it, man. Yeah. yeah. And you know I, what? Nobody, I, I mean, truthfully, it, it's, it is, I sound like, like Max Paul. It is what it is. You know, it was, it was going to be just a, a spectacle is what it was going to be. Um, I, you know, I was there when um, we were there at the fight when, he walked out, I told you, and he's like yelling at everyone and pushing people. And, you know, it was just, it's like Marco said, he just, I mean, completely stole um, DC's thunder. What, could, what was a, a, such a nice moment for him and just, you know, just trashed it, made it garbage. And so I'm glad this, that fight is down and it's over. I'm glad he's gone. 
Goodbye. Good riddance. Let's move on. Um, glad for Stipe. I'm glad he got the rematch that he totally deserved. And let's move on. Yeah, I I think uh, we've covered this topic a lot on this particular program, and anybody who's familiar with our, our point of self view will know what those are. But DJ Tony, let's go ahead and throw to you. Uh, we got the news coming out that this fight's not going to happen. Brock Lesnar is uh, apparently retired. What do you got, brother? Mm-hmm. You know what? I believe that as much as I believe that someone that's five three and one. You know, here's the thing, you guys. Are we forgetting he Brock Lesnar started fighting on a regular basis when I first got into MMA, which was what, 2007, 2008? He hasn't really fought much. He fought, let's see, once. Well, yeah, once since 2011. Once since 2011. So once in nine years, eight years he's fought. So much for my accounting degree. Right, Marco? So, listen, no offense to Brock Lesnar. I'm sure he can kick my ass without even blinking, but... He's not a real fighter, guys. He's more of a WWE guy than he is a real fighter. Sure, he won the championship. He beat, did beat a young Frank Mir, no doubt about it. Did beat Shane Carwin. Um, but he, he got TKO'd by Kane, TKO'd by Overeem. And let's be honest, he kind of beat Mark Hunt, but not really. And if I'm all steroided out. But I, I, I agree with Pam. I don't think he can pass, and I think that's why he just said, you know what, forget it. I'd rather hang it up, at least for the next year or two, whatever his uh, suspension will be this time. Yeah, I think that's How long it takes for picograms to get out. (laughs) I think it's going to be more than picograms, Pam, let me be honest with you. (laughs) Um, We talked about this, uh, you know, when when we – thank you, DJ Tony. We talked about this when Brock Lesnar had to rescue the WWE and remove himself from the USADA pool, I mean, the testing pool. There's no way he's going to be able to qualify for a competition in the UFC while he's fighting uh, in the UFC or uh, or in the WWE, sorry, performing in the WWE. Yeah. Uh, and I digress because I'm be not going to get into it more. Go ahead. To be, to be fair, he did put himself back on the testing pool when right. there was a rumor of this fight. And so far, and I'm, I'm, not, saying, I'm not saying that it hasn't happened so far, we haven't heard of any negative testing. And all no. positive testing. What, what, yeah, that, and so far, I'm just speculating here because we're all throwing these allegations and stuff, and I don't like to, to, to work on allegations and speculation. What we know is that the guy, when the fight was supposed to happen, put his name the testing pool, and allegedly he's passing them all. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, he just doesn't want to do it no more. Let's speculate that. Why he well, doesn't want to do it no more. And it doesn't really matter, you know. The bottom line is we got this stupid fight, and uh, this guy looks like he doesn't want to do it anymore. And he doesn't want to get punched in the face and, and do fake wrestling and still get paid millions of dollars. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, as I alluded to on a previous show, he needed to save the WWE uh, because they had their, their champion at the time had to pull out because of he, he got cancer again. So we knew that this was going to happen. Uh, it did foresee it. I'm just saying, hashtag just saying, DJ Tony, because we've had this conversation before. But let's move on because we want to talk mm-hmm. about the weekend that was and, you know, how Bellator Who was just so Bellator. the weekend? Okay. Who so listen. the weekend? Uh, you know what? This this weekend was super tough because I got – not only do I had you – contacting me right now about who won the weekend dj tony was spitting mad fire at me on on uh sunday afternoon and we were texting back and forth he's like i went perfect i went three and oh and anyways it was great it was good times listen it was a very very tight weekend because i just gave everybody the hori fight okay because uh, he won and everybody picked hori so everybody got a, a point for hori he everybody that is not a okay? win that is a draw I know, but he 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 moved on, and we'll cover that. We'll cover that because it's so Bellator, Marco. It's just so Bellator. But I gotta give you guys. I gotta give everybody the point. I crossed out out at first, Marco. I was like, this is disqualifying this fight. But everybody picked Hori, and he moved on. So I gotta give points. Everybody gives a point fair, for Hori. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. Move on to the McFarland fight. Pam got two points for that because she got the third round correct. 
everybody picked McFarlane. Uh, Marco, your um, your spotlight fight, Davis got a big big point there. Tony got two points for Bendo and decision. I got uh, a good two points uh, for my Bolanos win. Uh, we go to we move to 150. Proteus was the only one who and Pam, you were the you and I were the only one who picked Souza. So both you and Tony got a point for the Joker. Spotlight fight to the night. Alaski, no, Pam, you lost there. You had a bad week, Pam. I apologize. Okay, uh, well, 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 wait, wait a minute. <laughs> that was a bullshit call, so I should get a point for that. Well, I didn't get one. <laughs> even if I didn't get, didn't get one, Pam. Still didn't even get if it. I gave you a point for that, Pam, you still will have only had two points. Oh, okay, I know. So That's all right. <laughs> you had a bad week. Uh, I did. Fight. You know what? To top right. it off, let me... Let me tell you something. To top it off, you know, I had a performance um, Saturday, so I got home in time just to watch the last two fights. I had spent all Saturday working on my costume, getting it tight fit or whatever. I go to put it on, and it snapped. Costume malfunction. For real. Luckily, I had packed an extra costume in my bag. So, so. That's how you know you got a true veteran. You get you pack an extra suit. Good job. Right. Did that really happen, uh, Pammy? Uh, uh, yeah. It really did. Pammy, Pammy was texting me, uh, uh, tweeting me on uh, Sunday wow. mornings, talking about wardrobe malfunction. So, yeah, that did happen. Uh, just let me close it this happened. out real quickly. Two points for me for Miller because uh, Miller got the win. He got a submission. Uh, and then Marco, awesome. wasn't it? I thought it was as well. Yeah. And then Marco, you got the was. win. You got the Sanhagen uh, decision, uh, and that was a great fight as well. So, Really, a lot of good fights on this fight card. Congratulations to everybody. There was a three-way tie, unfortunately, guys. It's really embarrassing. Uh, so Tony, Marco, and myself tied uh, with six points. Uh, Pam, uh, you got two points. I know. It's it's a technicality. Shout out to the penises. Hey, wait Shout a out second. to the penises. Shout out to the dicks, yeah. <laughs> because today we who was the champion the week before. Uh, Pam, I believe. So Pam, was, all the time. Pam, I believe uh, Pam was last weekend's winner. So I mean, it's. Uh, uh, it would have been so Bellator or to 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 like because it was a three-way tie. That's Good tie. Good tie in Marco. So let's move along to uh, the weekend that was last week. Bellator two twenty, of course, in the main event. Marco, let's start with you. You alluded to uh, the we, we had a tie apparently, uh, and uh, the champion moves on. So let's talk about that real quickly, and let's talk about um, what kind of look that made for Bellator uh, moving forward uh, in this welterweight uh, tournament, Grand Prix, whatever you want to call it. So well, not too long ago, Rory McDonald was telling us all that if you get in the casualty, he will take your soul. And now all of a sudden he finds Jesus, and he doesn't want to do it anymore. Now, no. to be fair, the fight that I saw, Rory McDonald looked like the regular Rory McDonald. He was still punching and kicking, you know, fetch. He was just coughing, clicking well when it comes to the grappling, man. And uh, honestly, I saw Fish won the fight. I, for what I saw, I saw Fish won the fight, but they gave him the the... the, the Majority draw, because, you know, one judge gave it to Fitch, and the other two saw it a draw. And because he's the champion, because you, you don't you cannot lose a draw, you move on. You, you remain the champion, so you move on. I am mm, a little concerned about Roy. He really doesn't want to do this. But, well, he came out with another uh, tweet or whatever, saying that he still is going to fight, you know. He just got to figure it out, whatever. But uh, if he doesn't get the killer instant, man, this is another sport for you to be hesitant because maybe no Neymar Gracie. Neymar Gracie won't freaking hurt you. He just choked you unconscious. But guys like Douglas Lima or MVP, they are very, very capable of hurting people. So probably better get it figured out quick. Like, I don't think he loses to Neymar Gracie. I mean, he's good enough on the, on the, on the ground to, to, to scramble and stuff. And I mean, I mean, he beat Demi Maia for crying out loud. So, yeah. and I think Demi Maia is ten times superior to what Neiman Gracie is on, on, at this point of his career. So I think he beats Demi Gracie, but I'm worried about if he has to either face Douglas Lima 
or MVP, and he doesn't want to pull the trigger, he might he might be a little bit dangerous for him. I think eventually it's going to be okay. I think he's going to win this tournament. I'm still going to ride on my horse, get a million dollars for freaking 50 cents, and then he's going to go another career. Because it doesn't seem like he, he doesn't got the, his hat on it anymore, but he's going to yeah. stick it out until he wins a million dollars and ride into the sunset. And he's only 29, so that would be a change too. But he's been doing it since forever too. That's right. He's been. That's what I was going to say. He's been doing it forever, Pammy. Let's throw to you. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on uh, not only the uh, the decision, but also what both guys coming out of the the fight said? They both seem like they they're not their heart isn't in it. So it, again, that's just so Bellator, right, Pam? Yeah, and, and, and you have to keep in mind because we don't do this. I mean, how would you, what, what's your job? I get punched in the face. Correct. How, how much do you have to? Uh, I mean, how much longer do you have to do that? Where I mean, first of all, I don't think that would be a fun job anyway to get punched in the face. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you can be the greatest in the world, but, you know, it's, who was it that said that it's all fun and games so you get punched in the face, you know? And, and now he has, a, you know, he has a wife, he's got a baby, another baby on the way. And, you know, that tends to change things because I'm sure he doesn't want to come home, face all cut up and stuff like that, you know, and scare his baby, scare his wife. Or whatever, you know. And it's like you said, he's been doing this. When did he turn pro? At 19? I mean, he was young, young kid. He's been fighting since he was 15. And, you know, maybe he's just, he's tired. Maybe his body's tired. And, you know, I don't know why people are are hating on him because, you know, because he found God. You know, some people do that and and it does it for them and, they have more power to him if that's what he wants to do. Um, you know, don't hate on him because, you well, know, because he, he's he passionate also, about something. He suddenly finds Jesus after the Gegar Musashi beatdown he suffered because before that he was telling everybody he was going to take their souls. So, mm-hmm. think it worked. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, GSP maybe found maybe. aliens. You know, uh, Roy McDonald is finding God. It's all the same thing up there in Montreal. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's digress. <laughs> uh, let's yeah, it's all good, man. I, I don't mind either way. Uh, DJ Tony, you're the Bellator fan here in, in the in the group. What did you think about this, DJ Tony? Because this was a big fight um, for Bellator. Um, and I don't know, I, it just didn't seem to work out the way they might have wanted it to. You know, I don't talk about my uh, religious beliefs much. I think you are probably the only one that really knows. Um, you know, I, listen, I, I struggled with that myself years ago, like uh, like like many, many, many years ago. Um, you know, when my father passed, I, I really got huge on on the religion thing. And then we you know we're, we were playing hoops one day, and um, this guy tore you know, a, a cross, a chain that um, that, some, that my father had given me from my neck. And uh, I went I went to go swing at the guy, and I stopped, and the guy just literally grabbed me by the neck. And I, I could have killed this guy. I mean, I literally could have kicked this guy's ass, and I didn't do it. Um, I think sometimes when you newly find religion, I think it takes a little bit out of you in terms of aggression. I think he's struggling with that. He just had a, a baby girl, right, not too long ago? Not too long yeah. ago. Um, I don't know. If, like Pam said, he started a long time ago. I don't know how much many. You know, I don't know how many years he has left in him. But to hate on Horry McDonald for being honest, you guys, I think you should applaud him for being a, an honest person and just saying, "This is how I really feel." Um, yeah, I don't know 100%. if I could have been as brave to do that. So, you know, shout out to Horry. Not good for Bellator, but you know, shout out to Horry for whatever he decides to do. I wish he would take some time off. I know he's going to fight Neiman Gracie soon. I wish he'd take some time off, but the show's got to go on. Yeah, I, and I think that uh, the the tune kind of changed between the end of the fight and when we got him into the press conference. I think that's what happens after fights. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 Joe Rogan always says it. It's it's kind of hard to have a guy who's just fought uh, for five rounds uh, try and give you any kind of clear and concise answer. Look at what happened 
um, to the demolition man, you know, when uh, a couple of fights ago and, uh, you know, he thought that uh, Stipe, you know, was out or, and then he had the advantage, but that was not the case. Uh, I believe that's the, the, the correct fight that I'm uh, uh, drawing back to. Uh, it, it just, I just, it doesn't seem fair. So I think, you know, maybe uh, if we take the account of the press conference a little bit more with Hart, um, good for him. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't hate on anybody's choices, guys. So um, I got to get this next topic in real quickly because uh, we did have some news coming out of the UFC last week, as uh, last weekend as well. Uh, Jacare Souza, as Marco Antoni called it, um, mm. I, in my opinion, kind of you know looking uh, like he got old. I, I mean, that was the one thing that I was thinking, Pammy, uh, when I looked mm-hmm. at this. You know, Jacare is just a step behind Hermanson and. Uh, you guys, I, I mean, especially Marco called it last week, just, you know, telling us that this was his his time to shine, and Hermanson did. Pammy, what you got in that fight, yeah. what do you think about Jacare? Well, you, you know me, I'm a big Jacare fan, and he, and it hit me, I mean, he just looked tired. He, he looked tired, and he even looked kind of like gaunt. He just didn't look like Jacare. The third round was old school Jacare all the way, and then that was it. You know, I, you know, I don't know where does he go from here because that, that the end of his title run that that was it. He it's done. He's not getting another chance, and there's Probably no way not, that he's yeah. going to. I mean, he, he's what? In, how old is Jacare? Thirty-seven, thirty-eight? I don't even remember. Um, Sorry, the, forty-something. You know, yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know where does he go from here, and, and you know, and it's kind of especially it's kind of sad to see, especially from our era or our <laughs> generation of, of all the old fighters that are, you know, yeah. quote unquote old fighters. I mean, they, they, they gotta be tired. They can't be fighting forever, even though we want them to, you know, they got, it's time for them to, you know, to, to hand the baton and the new guys coming up. But um, it was sad. I hated to see him go that way, but for months, really, he was amazing. Great for him. Yeah, Marco, I think that, like I said, I think that you, you called this one, you know, 100% correct. Uh, and I thought, I was like, oh, good on Marco for, for uh, seeing right through that one. So go ahead, Marco, give us your thoughts on, on what you thought about that performance and Jacare and moving forward. So a lot of things, like a lot of people have talked about this fight a lot on the, on the talk shows and stuff. And uh, one thing that comes clear is that, uh, Jack Array and the Arkama, his coach, and everybody was completely overlooking Kermanson. And that was such a big mistake. They were talking about, oh, we're going to knock him out on the first, early second round. Worse we knock out Wyman, you know. They, they were, it was like a foregone conclusion for Jack Array's coaches and Jack Array himself about Kermanson. They were like almost dismissing the guy's ability. So what did Jack Kermanson do? Set the record for more significant extraction of yeah, the crazy. He, he looked like a freaking Diaz brother up there. Not only did he took Jacare down two times, he almost submitted Jacare with that uh, uh, inside arm guillotine, dude. I, I mean, the guy, he's legit. There are no ifs or buts about it anymore. He has submitted two black belts, almost submitted Jacare, and he completely schooled Jacare on a fire round. He he lost the third round, you know, and Jacare had a, a nice spot later on the third. But I truly believe Romanson took that round off because after that, on the fourth round, he came out and threw and threw 108 freaking punches, of which he landed over 50% of them on the fourth round. Uh, I'm happy for Romanson, dude. We get a new European superstar, uh, star, you know, probably becoming a superstar. Uh, he wanted to fight next June in Sweden. It's not going to happen because he's got bunch of bruises. But he's definitely going to try to headline the car in Stockholm or in Denmark, I'm sorry, later in the year. And, uh, yeah, give him a guy like Romero. Give him a guy like Gastelon, you know. Give him a big name to, to headline that car there in, in Europe. They're going to sell that out. I I on the freaking Joker bandwagon. I believe on this guy. He's entertaining. He's a skillful. He's a new name. Let the new blood in. Let the old blood out. And DJ Tony, you were kind of 
giving us the same <laughs> same kind of five, but you gave us a lot more technical numbers about Jacare last week. And I, I want to give you, you and Marco the, your time to shine. So, Mar, uh, DJ Tony, go ahead and what do, you, what do you think about this fight and what do you think about Jacare moving forward, brother? You know, guys, I'm not one to say I told you so, but I told you so. <laughs> Cam's right, and 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 we've we've been talking about this for for quite a, maybe the last two years, you guys, that we've been seeing yeah. it. Like Pam was saying, our era when we first got into the sport, whatever it might have been for you guys, those guys are dying out, right? I mean, we're seeing fewer and fewer from the lovely Misha Tate, you name it, F, Honda Housie, you name it. They're all fading away, usually younger than older. But now what we're starting to see is Array, guys, like I said on the show, he was 3-3 three and three in his last six. He's now 3-4 and four in his last seven, you guys. Your body can only go for so long. And Pam was right. I don't know if he was disinterested. I just don't know what it was. But he's not the strike force, Array. So, unfortunately, hey, I think we're seeing his, his years coming to the end. Let's not forget that he was losing that Chris Wyman fight until he caught Wyman with a freaking hook. Until he won it, yeah. He, he, was, he was on his way for losing that fight, too. All that did was delay what happened on Saturday, you know? Uh, Chris Wyman did what Chris Wyman does. He went in the fight until he lost, lost the fight because he got caught with something stupid and gets knocked out. But Cromanson picked out what freaking Wyman freaking left off, and then he actually finished the job. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you guys. Hermanson looks uh, looks great, and uh, yeah, I know it it, it definitely impedes uh, Jacare moving forward. Uh, it's unfortunate that Jacare has not ever gotten the chance at the UFC title, but uh, sometimes that's what happens when the UFC tries the uh, f with people's careers. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get out of here for this week. No, I have uh, a quick Tony? rant. Yes, quick please. Rant. I would love to hear um, a quick rant. Okay, Tammy, so just a quick rant, it. and I just want your guys' input on this. Okay, you know, UFC uh, Greenville tickets went on sale today, the, the early tickets. Okay, riddle me this. How are you going to have tickets go on sale and you don't even have a main event yet? What the F kind of stuff is that? So, you know, Lerone was coming down, and we were actually going to drive down. We had our, our room um, already reserved and everything. We canceled our plans because I said, you know what? I said, well, that's a five-hour drive from my house. So Larone's flying in from Maryland to here. We're going to drive down to South Carolina, get a room. We already had a room. And we started thinking, it's like, we don't even know who's on this card. And even if you look at the, the regular card, really not that great of a card. So... How do you have a main? Do you not have a main in the co-main for this card, but you're selling tickets for it? Yeah, I think Pammy. I think we're 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 starting to see the fatigue of um, not only the UFC matchmakers, but also of uh, Lord Dana about uh, knowing who the who the fighters are and and uh, who's in their main and co-main events. Oh, that's a Badoom Boom, right. DJ Tony. But let's go ahead and yep. get out of here on this, family, because we can't continue. I unfortunately got to close the showdown. Uh, but yes, I, 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 I do realize where you're coming from, and yes, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, so, Pam, let's go ahead and throw it to you. You've got a guilty pleasure. you got a Twitter follow of the week. What you got? Oh, my guilty pleasure. Uh, you know what? Game of Thrones, man. Oh, I, I, was, I had to catch up. I had to catch up with my episodes last night, so... Game of Thrones, awesome, good stuff. All right, Pammy, thank you very much. We'll get back to you in a second, DJ Tony. Let's throw to you. Uh, I, I saw that you not only were you, did you have time to do some new logos, but you were sending out a lot of pictures of some lovely ladies on your Instagram, and of course also on the Amp Radio Instagram. Check us out if you like. Uh, DJ Tony, what's your guilty pleasure? What's your Twitter follow? What you got? I, you, you, know, you know what? My I, guilty okay, I pleasure. It. I got it. You should take. My guilty pleasure, guys, is Game of Bones. That was a great... Oh, I'm oh. sorry. Wrong thing. I, I, I apologize for that. My guilty pleasure, guys, of course, will be my Golden State Warriors who are up 2 nothing against the mighty bearded Rockets. And my Twitter follow week, guys, how about this? The only cut woman in MMA, give it up for, for Swayze Valentine at... Swayze, like Patrick Swayze, Valentine. Um, we give her the Twitter follow of the week. 
Yeah, we definitely do. We definitely do give her the Twitter follow of the week. Because not only is she talented, but she's also uh, easy on the eyes, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, Proteus' shower pick of the week. is it's an, it's an obscure one, I'm going to be honest with you, but... Saw this song come up, and I've been listening to it for the past week. It's Where the Owls Know My Name by Rivers of, and as DJ Tony instructed me to do, I will spell this out. Rivers of, N-I-H-I-L. They're also another uh, kind of screamo. (laughs) Thanks, DJ Tony. Check that out on Brody's Shower Picks on YouTube. Yeah, check it out. All right, Marco. Uh, get us out of here because DJ Tony's giving me the uh, crickets. Uh, what you got going on, brother? What I got go- going on is that. How do you start to Oh my god, the audience is coming. And for all the freaking uh, Game of Thrones nerds that think Daenerys is going to march south and come to King's Landing, you know what army? The Draki decimated, Unsolly decimated, Army of the, now- army of the North completely decimated, but she's going to take two dragons and conquer King's Landing? We'll find out this Sunday what the hell is gonna is gonna happen. Because you need a brand new army after You guys are way too excited about this show. <laughs> I, honestly. Hey, you guys are way too excited. Shout out about the lady uh, Garcia, uh, the the freaking uh, in ring announcer from WWE and uh, uh, her in case announcer for PFL. She's gonna be the first female in case announcer for any MMA promotion. So shout right out to on. her. She announced her on the Hilwani show on, on Monday. And uh, follow Tony at Antia Tony. Follow Producer at Produce. Follow Pana Pandora Box. Follow me at Valdo Marco. Follow the show at another MMA cast. Rate and review as Nacoquins. We are on the platforms. Laptop Radio, iTunes. You know, give us a five-star review. Uh, good comments, you know, so people can find us on the ratings. In Big Tom Friday, they got a cool strawweight one-night tournament. I feel back. Like, uh, we're back in Pride on the very first USC, a one-night tournament with women. I really want to check that out. And on Saturday, you know, we got the USC, uh, USC Canada. I was going to call it that. With Cowboy and freaking Reginald. We're going to leave you guys. Catch you guys next week. Enjoy the fights. And just a quick shout-out to Bellator on fr- uh, Saturday as well on the UK shows. Pammy, and just like that. We are out of here. Bye. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> Canada. Yeah, it's Canada. Yeah. <laughs>